Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between them. Oh, your mother got on an airplane. Yes, she did. You took her there. This time she didn't get out of my car. I forgot to tell you this. Last time she went to my sister's, when she got out of the car, and this was like November, so it's cold out, the aux cord from my dashboard went away. And I assumed it probably went in the curb in the slush or something, and I'd never see it again. Although often I see things again, like I find them even at the curb, like I did my Bluetooth that one time. You're getting in on my finding lost stuff karma. Yeah, I'll find it a day later as I'm walking back to the parking garage, and right. there it is at the curb. So, so anyhow, the aux cord. So my cable was... Yes, my mother got out of the car in November. And the aux cord went away. And it was a short one, so I thought, oh, well, I'll get a longer one out. I have one. One was really too short, like three or four inches. And one was really too long, like about four feet. You don't need that in the car. You only need about a foot and a half. Well, I had neither. Aww. So I took the longer one and wound it shorter and plugged it in and thought, this is fine. So it didn't show up when she got to my sister's, but I didn't expect it to because I thought it probably got tangled on her and pulled out and went on the ground. Right. Outside of the airport. And I was just taking her to the curb area of check-in because I was going to work. Right. When I went and got the suitcases out to bring her, I got the suitcase there and opened it. And there was the aux cord. Oh, lovely. How the hell it got in there, I don't know. (laughs) This was like from November until just last month that... Yeah. 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 So I thought that was pretty funny. That is funny. I guess I was just supposed to use a longer one. You were? I was reaching too far. Your universe has <laughs> decreed it. <laughs> it's decreed a few other things I'm not sure I can agree with. but Yeah, well, so your mom was at your sister's house. My sister, I think, spends more time with my mom than we do at this point because my mom's kind of trapped when she goes there, you know. My mother being the extreme introvert she is, which is more than any of all the introverts I can think of put together. Even so, she likes going out in the general public. She likes being alone in a crowd, but she does like the crowds. She likes shopping, apparently, is what it is. Ah. And my sister said, I think mom has made even me tired of shopping, (laughs) which is kind of... Your sister's a total girl. She loves shopping. That's epic. I didn't think anybody could ever do that. Wow. Like, I think if it was true and it balanced out enough, my brother-in-law might buy my mother another ticket to come back. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> but but I, I doubt it balances that much. Right. So they, they went shopping a lot, and I'd get these texts of, do you know mom's PIN number to this card? Do you know mom's PIN number to that card? And I'm like, no, I don't go shopping, let alone go shopping with mom and use her cards for her. Mm-hmm. Because she goes on her little bus, or she goes with my aunt, and... I haven't taken her to the store since we got the cards. Right. If at all. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, I get these little messages about that. And then I got this message about 10 days in that said, Mom is sick. And I think actually she, my sister called me and said, I'm out doing errands because Mom is sick. And, and it's a little easier this way. And I said, Dad, that's because you don't have uh, an adult-sized toddler with you because my mother can't move very fast. No. She can't. So she said, but, you know, she's she's kind of sick. I'm not worried yet. And then later I got a text saying she's still sick mm-hmm. with this, this concern coming up now. And I said, well, she's diabetic. So if she's not throwing up, she's probably fine. Because mm-hmm. we've done, we've had this before. Yes. 
If she's just got a bothered stomach and digestive system but not throwing up, she's probably fine. And if if you think she's not, take her to the ER. Because the issue was that they had gone out to eat and my mother had had a margarita. Now she blames the the runs on the fruit, not the tequila, which none of the rest of us agree with. We say the fruit contributed. Yes, and but the Thursday, what, what did she blame it on when you had to go and clean it up? <laughs> <laughs> she she didn't. Oh. She didn't blame it on anything. But we've noticed that this happens on a Thursday night. And sure enough, on a Thursday night at my sister's, they went out, and she had a margarita. And she got sick the next day and got the runs. And then she really got the runs. And my sister got the get the shovel experience. <laughs> and I was laughing, but I thought, I, I was kind of glad in this way that, oh, good, now my sister really understands this. Because she would text me these little blurps of, oh, my God, she got it here. Oh, my God, she got it there, too. Oh, my God, how'd she get it over here? Like, <laughs> like all in the bathroom. It's all like, on the wall. It's on the wall. It's on the shower curtain. I'm like, yep, yep, get the shovel. <laughs> She's like, I don't understand. And I'm like, nope, me neither. <laughs> so my my buddy said yesterday, that's because your mom can't see shit. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> so, <Aww>. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. So she doesn't know she's gotten it everywhere. But I said, if you're worried that she's sick, take her to the ER and they will tell her that it's not a good idea for her to have a drink. It's not something you should do as a diabetic. I understand people are going to do whatever they're going to do. And I also know that my sister and I are not going to tell my mother what to do because she'll become more obstinate and do more of it. So yes. it's not worth that kind of problem. Right. Anyhow, mm-hmm. I don't know. I felt glad that, that she understands yeah. exactly what it's like. Yes. And now we have this nice bonding experience. <laughs> Now, was this before or after she was texting, asking about your mom's financial situation and why your mom's... Yes, because apparently my mother talks to my sister. Okay. You know, they're hanging out the whole time. And mm-hmm. my mother has hearing aids now, so she can actually talk to you and yes. then hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So then when she's responding and talking to you again, we're, we're all on the same subject. Yes. So my mother had to get a new cash card, the prepaid credit cards yes. before she left. Yes. Because the other one had expired. and It had expired, and we're not going to give her direct access to her... She doesn't want that. ...big She's... bank account. She doesn't want it. She's blind. It would be very easy for something to happen. Right. She she needs the extra barrier between... There's a safety wall between her money and her spending money. And anything anybody else taking advantage of that as well. Right. But we got this new cash card, and it was loaded up, and then off she went, and you had put some more money on it because you knew she was going down there and she'd go shopping. Yes. And apparently they did this type of shopping to excess where they would go shopping and then bring it back and then go shopping again and bring that back. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then it was, so she, why, why, doesn't, why doesn't mom have any money on her card? Mom wants to know why... There's not any money on her card. And I said, well, there, there was money on her card. But then you noticed when you're doing all of our budget financing mm-hmm. stuff the other night, the reason there was no money on my mother's card is she took everybody out to dinner, which there was a bunch of them. So it was like $200. Mm-hmm. And we only typically put $300 on her card. So, of course, there was no money. Yes. But you had, we, we said, okay, you had 
put the extra money on knowing she was going down there. And it takes a few days to cycle from the bank to the cash card. That wire transfer takes a couple days. Yeah, and it would be nice if her bank had something like that. It would, but they don't. They don't have anything like that. That's probably not lucrative enough for them to bother with. Right. It's easier for them to charge a couple dollar fee for you to take the money and put it on some other cash card. But So two or three times yeah. you would get a text message or a phone call. You're uh, in the middle of another phone call saying, Mom wants to know when she gets more money or where's all her money at and why can't she spend any money? And so I said to my sister, we transferred extra money onto the card. This is how much there is to start with every month. We transferred X amount extra. And if Mom wanted a specific amount of money on the card, she could have said so. She could have. Yes. Instead, she had your sister take her to the bank and get out another $500 of cash to go spending. Which is a lot of money in it her is. budget. Oh my she gosh. didn't spend it all. But I think she didn't want to be restricted. Yes. With this card. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to be somewhere. And if she's at the bank, the way things work for her, once she gets to the bank, she better just take care of whatever she needs to do there because we're not going back for a while. Right. It's not like like she's learned in the last year in in some, with her husband, she could send him to the store every day. But with the rest of us, she can't send us anywhere. We are already going places for our kids and for our jobs. and So we can do a certain amount of things, but not every day. Right. So I think that's partially why she took out 500, because she was worried this card wasn't going to work. And she said she's gotten pretty used to it. She told me when she called me this week, she went to the store on Monday and the, and the money was going on the card on Monday, but she went in the morning and it probably wasn't on there yet. Mm-hmm. And so the card didn't work. So she used the cash because she still had 200 left of the 500. Yeah. And then she went to the store yesterday, but we had gotten a card that the card she had was a temporary one. And the card with her name came on in the mail mm-hmm. while she was gone. So yes. you didn't register it till she came back. And typically she doesn't go to the store on Friday. So you registered the card Thursday night. And I thought that sometime on Friday when you had time off and I had whatever, we would be able to get it and to I, her. And I probably would have brought it to her Friday morning before I went hiking. But I was dealing with a lot of stuff with the boy here. So she called me on Friday while I was hiking and said, there's no money on the card. I'm not sure why. And I explained to her this what had happened. I didn't expect her to go to the store. If I knew she was going, I would have definitely remembered to bring the card there. Mm-hmm. But it was not a priority thing. It was a do it sometime on Friday thing. Mm-hmm. So she understood that. And then I, I didn't bring it yesterday because reasons. And I called her and said, hey, I'll bring it to you tomorrow. Right. Because you're not going anywhere else today anyway. Right. And my head hurt and all that kind of other reasons like that. Reasons that my head hurt. Yes. Reasons. Yes. For now. Because of reasons. Yes. That's all. I think that's the funniest thing. I'm glad it amuses you. Yes. It's kind of a meme. I'm sure it is with all you word people in your... Discussion that you just say, because of reasons. Electronic interactions of... As in, like, there's a story behind it, but it's long and boring, so just accept that there was a reason. Mm -hmm. Because of reasons. There's always reasons. There are always reasons. But anyway, so you have to take her the card that has her name on it to replace the temporary one Yes, that had come from the grocery store. And I think I'll offer her, does she want to go over to the dollar store or something and try her card or the you'll, grocery you'll store? You'll offer to take her somewhere because you're a nice son like that. I want to make sure the damn thing works. And she might say no, but I'll tell her, okay, 
if if you change your mind, we can do it tomorrow. Cause right, Mother's Day. Woo! Take your mom to the grocery store day. <laughs> Whatever, wherever she wants to go. That's usually what she wants. So. Does she have a favorite place to eat? We should take her out for lunch. I was going to ask her if she wanted to go somewhere. She might. She might say yes. She might say no. She's you know kind of like that. Right. I don't know if she'll want to go because we have a boy. And yes, we do have a boy. I know that's taxing to my introversion. Uh huh. He and I are nearly complete opposites in our introvert extrovert he status. He is like the most ex- he's more extrovert. I I did not know that it was possible to be that terribly extroverted. Oh, well, my my buddy I went hiking with yesterday knows other people like that. Yeah. Yeah, he we were talking about this, but mm. anyhow. So she may say yes, she may say no. And I can talk to her a little about it and say, hey, you know, I can give him his phone or something. Uh-huh. We'll see. We'll right. ask her. So speaking of the boy who is left behind. Yeah. And I was going to say, usually we w- would take her on a Sunday, like a, a Mother's Day or another day like that. We'd take her to dinner. But you've had Bible study at that time for a while now. So I have. We haven't been doing that. So lunch would be a better option. Right. Because she doesn't want breakfast because she eats breakfast at like seven. Right. So, yes, we have a, what were you saying about the boy? Oh, we the, have a boy. He the is rest of it kind of it's okay. went into a fog of, Sorry. and dissipated. Yes, we do have a boy. Mm-hmm. He, he is left behind again. He's been having a really hard time with things lately. He has. And I think there's always a part of it that's connected to that he's, he's left behind. And, and I know his mother feels badly about that. And I know that a, a significant amount of what's going on is her current insurance will not cover the prescriptions that she had before with the other insurance. They want to try things that don't cost as much and it's not working. And so she is having lots and lots of health problems that are affecting her and then affecting her job, which is then putting more stress on her, which is then Stress is not a good thing for these types of illnesses, and he wants his mommy time. He does. Yeah. And understandably so. We have more rules. We have more structure. She gives him a little bit of time to just chill and be. And He does relax with her more, but he does give her crap, too. Okay. I mean, she'll talk to me. Like, he'll yell at her and call her names and stuff. Like, when he was doing that here, before he added on the last medication, and he was having all that cussing at school and cussing everywhere and stuff like that, he'll he'll do the same things to her. Okay. Just not as much, because in her house, there's her and him and my aunt. Mm-hmm. And so there's not as much stimulation right. around him. And although he really seeks the stimulation, sometimes he needs a break from it. Yes. And the only way he can seem to do that is with TV and games, mm-hmm. which I think is probably fairly likely in his generation to approach things that way. And in small increments, it works for him. We've seen if he sits in front of a screen for too long, right? He his behavior tanks, but if he can have the small increments of it, then he seems to right. And if he can. Recovery. If he can also have what she does is she'll take him swimming and then he sits in front of a screen or he sits in front of a screen and then she takes him swimming, which wears his ass out. And that's one of the few things it does. Mm-hmm. So that's a good balance for him. Yes. And she just has him and the rest of the time is downtime. He doesn't have to compete with siblings or compete with you're not my mother, which is his issue with you. Yeah. That And you insist on trying to use logic all the time, which is terribly frustrating to him. 
I, I'm sure. And I've tried using three-year-old logic on our developmentally delayed eight-going-on-three-year-old boy. And it almost works sometimes. Maybe I'm not getting enough into the three-year-old head, but I don't know. Either way, I do get a little bit more crap than everybody, but not by much. He's been giving everybody a lot of crap lately. Yeah, he has. But over there, he doesn't have that, and his other mommy is much more able to just focus on him. She doesn't have as many other responsibilities, or she has more time in which to set them aside for him. Right. Or at least that's our understanding of it. And he just seems to, he wants his mommy time. He does. So. Both of our kids, both of our sets of kids, I should say, generally indicate a preference for the less structured environments at their other homes. But I see that a lot in kids in general. If one house has more rules and more structure, they're going to prefer the other house. Yeah. I'm sort of feeling the breakdown lately of just go watch the TV and go away because (laughs) you're just going to pester me and I don't think I'll completely fall into the pit of non-structure, but it's very tempting lately because I'm really weathered or battered or whatever you want to call it. I'm, yeah, I'm worn down, man. Been getting run down from this nonstop parenting thing and the kids' special needs. Getting... Why do we have to have rules? Because <laughs> we've seen what happens when we they don't have them. We can't help ourselves, can we? No, we can't. And the other thing, you know, I mean, when there have been long, long stretches of time, like months at a time, where the kids did not have access to their other parents, generally for health reasons, their behaviors improved. Right. And I think that has to do with there's not a back and forth thing. You get used to a structure and that's the way it is. And most kids know the difference between grandma's house and parents' house. They know the difference between that. And so they have to know the difference between mom's house and dad's house. However, I think they give us more crap about what they could get away with at the other house than they would what they can get away with at grandma's house. Dad lets me. Mommy lets me. Right. Well, you're not there now. Yeah, you're not there and I need you to go to bed because you're not going to get up in the morning. And I get up earlier than mom does. Mm-hmm. Mom goes to work later than I do. Mm-hmm. That's the way it is. Your body needs 11 to 12 hours of sleep. His particularly does. He does not get up in the morning. No. He used to. He used to, but now that he's got the meds. He does still on the weekend. And then, of course, last weekend, oh. last weekend we had the uh, teenager getting up too because he has all his electronics back. Mm-hmm. So his brain was like super wired oh, into gosh. let me wake up and get back to my screens. And he'd get up and then the other one would get up. And then it's like 6 effing 30 in the morning. And huh. I'm a morning person. But you're, you're a morning solitude person. I'm a morning solitude person. If there's <laughs> other people up, I'm not getting out of the bed. It's a perfectly good place to hide. Right. <laughs> if there's nobody up. I get up and I sit out there and mm-hmm. have coffee and watch the birds and look outside and read a look book at the weather and, and yeah. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, but then number one finally beat his digital curfew. And I, I said to you, now last year he had the same gig, mm-hmm. but he didn't do it. He almost got there the like last couple of weeks of school last year or something. Mm-hmm. And the deal is, to have no restrictions on your personal digital devices, mm-hmm. you need to have no missing assignments at school and C or better grades in every class. Now, what you mean by no restrictions is not 
yes, you may access porn. No. Or, yes, you may access games and buy whatever you want. It's nothing like that. What it no. means is he, you can have all the time with your screen at your face yes, as you want to. As in, you are not grounded from them overnight. You, you do not have a digital curfew. Unless you are not keeping up your other tasks. And then when the, the any assignments yeah. are missing, or if any of his grades are lower than a C, C minus D. All of those are lower than C. See how she has to specify? I do. Yes. I do. And if any of them are below a C or if any assignments are missing, and this is how I explain it to him, I say it 12 times in 12 different ways so that his autistic brain will find one of them that fits, Mm -hmm. then he has a digital curfew and he has to turn in his gadgets, laptops, computers, handheld games, phones, whatever, generally by nine o'clock at night. And sometimes when he's been acting especially irresponsible, we'll bump that up to 8 or 8.30. And last year, he almost beat that digital curfew by the end of his school year. And he didn't quite make it. This year, I'm so happy. He got a whole month at the end of the school year that he gets his stuff. It's kind of amazing to me. I I wonder if he knows it would just be too much for him to have those. Or I think I'm overestimating. And it's probably just that he's just not bothering. Mm Mm-hmm. He's not bothering, which is why he only has C's, because he is quite capable of getting better grades in all of those classes, but he, he's not interested. In that. He's not. His time, energy, and efforts, he feels, are better spent on other things. And so he's willing to do the bare minimum to achieve access to the things that he'd like to spend his time on. Right. So next year, since he was able to achieve this year, next year we're going to make the deal a little bit stricter. Because it won't be his first year of high school. It won't be his first year of high school. And he understands that as a parent, and we talk about it in purely business terms because somehow he grokks that. As an adult, you will have to have a job in which you have these certain life skills of self-management, of, you know, personal responsibility, intrinsic motivation. Mm -hmm. And if you don't manage these skills, then you're not going to be successful. So as a parent, it's my job to teach you these skills. Well, you're not trying to earn the paycheck. Right. So that once you get towards the paycheck, you have a faster learning curve. You should have the skills before they are tied to your ability to pay your own bills and feed your own face. So yes, next year, it's going to be no incompletes in addition to no missing assignments. And I'm tempted to say B's or better, but I think that would be a little much. Maybe we'll go bees or better his junior year. Right. We'll and you can let him know that that's going to be coming or... Either way, if he has his screens in his room overnight, he doesn't sleep as much. And so far in the couple of weeks that he's been off of digital curfew, he hasn't had too much behavioral issue over all of it. We've had to remind him a couple of times that we can still impose a digital curfew for other reasons. We can still ground him from his devices for other reasons. He was not an ass about anything that we've approached him about. He's been very polite. Like when I said, hey, it's Monday, the garbage goes to the curb. He goes, oh, thank you for reminding me. Yes. And you're like, what happened? (laughs) Yeah. So he's not an ass about it. He's very polite. He is. Because he wants to keep his stuff and he has it. So that's good because a year ago he couldn't have done that. Right. He would have been an ass and he would have been mad about losing it. And he would have been having a toddler temper tantrum and he would have been punching me and getting himself arrested again. Oh, wait. I mean. That was the year before, I think. No, that that was last year. Okay. So in the middle of all this with our two boys, there's also a little girl. 
She gives me the worst stink face in the morning lately if I try to <laughs> direct her to actually put toothpaste on the toothbrush or brush the teeth with the toothbrush or something or not go down the hall going, mom, 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 while she's trying to find you. But that said, she doesn't cuss at us. No. She doesn't throw things. She doesn't punch holes in her wall. She doesn't. People, do you see how our standards are? <laughs> What this has come to. She doesn't get herself arrested. She doesn't cause me huge bills to pay off a shoplifting? attempted shoplifting Attempted, charge. yeah, that's right. But yeah, that's he why didn't it was succeed. He attempted shoplifting, yes. Mm. He was security, pulled us aside on the way out of the store. Anyway, uh, she got back her cognitive testing, her IQ test that they give all the first graders. And I go to the mailbox and they send these things home in the mail. They don't want to send it home with your kid. They put it in the post. They send it to your house. And I get two letters from the gifted education department. One for number three child, which we had expected, and one for number two child. Uh, they had called me about that. They had said, we can't finish his testing. And I'm thinking, I don't think that'll matter. But <laughs> I mean, you know, this is the child that's on the IEP that we're trying to get to finish learning how to read. So... This I don't is, know why they do that, but like you said, they test all the first graders. Yes, this is the kid who had to do kindergarten twice and is yeah. still reading at a kindergarten level at the end of first grade. Although his math is finally better. His math is better. Yeah. That's good. And yeah. we expected the letter for number three because she's reading at a fifth grade level. Her math is at a fourth grade level and she's finishing first grade. We expected that she would be in the gifted program. Mm -hmm. But they also sent a letter for number two child. They did. And I'm looking at these two letters in the... You're just making me sad. Mail. I'm sorry, I'm making you sad. Go ahead. What, why is it sad? It's just sad. Go ahead. And okay. Yeah. And it's I'm thinking, oh my goodness, did we totally miss something about this kid that IQ testing, this cognitive testing picked up on that we have not seen? Is, is there some hidden talent that we get to celebrate now? And I open the two letters and one of them says... Dear family of a gifted student. And the other one says, dear families. And I'm like, oh. And then I continue skimming through these letters. I'd never read every word of them. And I usually read every word of everything. But these, I'm like, I've seen enough of these letters. And one of them basically says, congratulate your child. And the other one says, don't get down on your child for not being in the top 2%. Mm -hmm. I, I'm okay with my child being within the curve and... I looked at their respective score charts, and he's in, what was it, 18th percent? No, dear. It's 13. 13 percent. I'm happy that he's at 13, because before he wasn't even there. He wasn't. This he, is true. He's made progress. I'm, I'm happy for him to be in the bottom quartile and not the bottom decile. Well, it, it just it is sad, though, that it's so hard for him. It is hard for him, but... I'd, if he was... I think I'd feel... Better if he was at least at 25%. Hmm. I can see how you would feel better or worse based on, you know, his comparative abilities against the rest of the district, but that's... Won't do any good either way. Yeah. I, I realize that. No, it, I, I've always found those types of comparative measurements to not be a measure of, you know, it, it doesn't mean that he's less than. It just means he has to work harder. Yes, this is true. And he did, he did actually work harder this week. Oh, good. Yes. Good, good, good. He even did some of his computer interactive things with the homework program mm -hmm. staff. So. so. And actually, you didn't realize she was reading at fifth grade until you looked at the scores of what number one 
child had tested at. Mm-hmm. And he tested, she tested at the same reading score that he had in fifth grade, and he was ahead. Mm, he had been terribly lazy on those tests. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that she's scoring in first grade where he was scoring in sixth grade, he probably would have had those same scores in first grade and still had the same scores in sixth grade. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> and because didn't you say... With his scoring, with number one child scoring this year, he tested less than in some things. Yes, his his scores had gone down this year. Because he's not putting as much effort into it. Right. And I pointed that out to him. I showed him the scores and I said, you are a freshman in high school. Last year at the end of eighth grade, you were testing at the beginning of 11th grade level for reading and ninth grade level for math. He struggles in math a little bit. I I feel bad saying that he struggles a little bit when he's still achieving a grade level ahead. Yeah. (laughs) But that's how it works in my family. Mm -hmm. I got a lecture the first time I got a B. Anyway, the scores at the beginning of this year, he had gone down a grade level. He was at 10th grade reading and his math had gone down a little bit. It was still ninth grade. And I was like, okay, so either you got stupider or you got lazier. Neither, which is good. I don't think you got stupider. You still have the same number of brain cells. Your brain is still the same size or at least it looks like it to me. (laughs) It amused me to be able to point out empirical data to him Mm -hmm. that indicates, yes, you are a lazy little git and you could be doing better than you are. Yeah. And I don't know how much of that is the conditioning from his other house and how much of it is being autistic and how much of it is just having a bad case of teenager. Yeah. And then you have to add in, it could just be his personality. Which is not the best option, but could be. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening. In order to have no restrictions on your digitalia, your phone, your laptop, your... It sounds a little obscene, you realize that. (laughs) (laughs) There's an airplane. At least it sounds like it anyway, huh? Yeah. Better not be a tornado. Doesn't sound like a tornado. No. It's been a while since I've seen a tornado. I'm kind of grateful for that. You should be. (laughs) (laughs) So. I would think it would be gone by now, so it must be flying this way or something. Mm Mm-hmm. That's just... What the fuck? (laughs) On and on and on.
Must yeah. be the way the sound's carrying today. Well, that and um, I would wager, yeah, the wind is pretty still. But also with that big low sound, I bet it's one of the um, military planes that's really big and doesn't go as fast. Right. So, anyway. What was that? What? I heard a noise. I think it was your stomach. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Ha 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 ha!